Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by Rav Liezer Kohn, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and Rosh Koyal of Koyal Chayish Mishpat, Lakewood in Cleveland. Let's take a case of, you know, Pesach, Sukkis, let's make one Pesach case, one Sukkis case. Pesach, type of person who only kashes their kitchen at the last minute, so they don't want to have their meat for Yontif until Erev Yontif Mamish. And since it's right before Yontif, the butcher is not ready to start dealing with taking um, payment on Erev Yontif. So they pre-ordered in cash. And they paid for their meat order already. Or say somebody who he also takes care of all the last minute people by selling them a Sregim, Erev Pes, Erev Suk, Erev Sukkis. He sells a Sregim, Erev Sukkis. So he makes an order from the and also, for the same obvious reason, the, the Bala Pardis is only going to sell to him cash. Both of these cases, let's say the meat when it's out for delivery to the person's house, or the Esregim when it's on its way from the Pardis to the Meicher, they get ruined on delivery. Who has to take the loss? So, um, we spoke until now that the Chazal instituted a a very interesting takana that cash does not work as a Kenyan by movable items. Uh, however, the Gemara speaks that speaks out clearly that there are certain exceptions to this rule. And one of them was an Arab Yantiv. Arab Yantiv was a time that the business was done in a way of cash, and a person that paid with cash would instantly acquire the item. So the two questions that you're actually discussing are, are can be divided into two separate answers. Why is that? The case of the meat on Erev Pesach, Erev Pesach, he's getting delivered to his house, he's a last-minute person, or whatever the reason was, they're getting it delivered at that time, and it doesn't make it. So assuming, for whatever reason, the seller doesn't have responsibility for the shipment, let's say it's, the shipment is a third party. So the buyer would take responsibility if, if the shipper would not, for whatever reason. So the buyer owns the item, because once he pays the cash, anything Erev Yontev that has to do with Tzarcha Yontev, this would, it would have a, a complete Kenyan status, as if you made a Mashiach or Agbar or whatever, because Chazal said Erev Yontev, it's going to work. Now, the question is, in your case of the Asregim that are shipping to America, let's say from Eretz Yisrael, and the boat sinks, that's not Erev Yontev, obviously, right? No one's going to, you're not going to be able to get the Asregim in such a short notice. The the Pisrichayshin discusses if this exception was only the day of Arab Yantiv or anything connected to Yantiv. And he brings down that it's only actually the day of Arab Yantiv. So in the case of the Yisraigim, if it was a cash purchase and there was no other um, factors involved, then in that case it would still belong to the seller, to the Meicher, and the Meicher would take the loss in that case. Now again, I want to reiterate that it's, for, it's very important to understand that in this whole entire discussion of Kenyanim, any kind of Kenyan, aside from cash, will automatically, that's acceptable by, by a metabolite, would automatically make it the buyers. So if there was, let's say, a document signed or there was an online purchase or whatever, it's going to totally change the halacha. But just from the, a very basic form of a cash purchase or a cash business, which is done specifically in cash, and a lot, a lot of it's based on trust, so, so to speak, and, the, and it would have this exception of Arab Yantiv. 
Now the Mishmet Shalom says something which, which can drastically change this entire discussion of today's shir and the past few shirim, that there's a, an argument in some places that why can't cash be viewed as a minaka medina? In other words, we know that something that's customary in the medina, it has validity in Chesha Mishpat. That's one of the basic fundamental yisaitis of Chesha Mishpat. So cash is definitely something common. Why wouldn't that itself, if not, okay, so we won't look at it like cash, but let's look at it like a form of Kenyan. So the Mishpat Shalom unbelievably comes out that, yes, it could be used in many cases as a form of Kenyan. So according to the Mishpat Shalom, a lot of these questions that we had about cash purchases would change if it was customary to buy this specific item or this kind of market was, was totally run in cash. There would be merit to consider that a Kenyan on behalf of the buyer. Again, it's not, not everyone holds like that, but you have the opinion of the Mishmat Shalom, and possibly you can argue with Haina of Mochzik, whoever has the money, and th- in those cases, um, you know, a lot of times it's the seller, would be able to hold on to the money, and that would uh, drastically affect the halacha. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor a future video, please visit beisavad.org.